Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DKHOOPS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to NBA Rookie Life with Ryan Hollins. I'm Ryan Hollins, and today we have a very, very special guest on the show, my guy, Jabari Smith Jr., H-Town's finest. And I think when I see Jabari Smith Jr., I'm just ecstatic to watch him. I I see his youth, his vigor. I think you get caught up in, you know, him being the third pick in the draft. You know, he's about 6'10", 6'11", a little taller than you you think when you walk up on him. And you realize just in in, in a brief moment while talking to him how young Jabari is, his excitement for the game of basketball, how much growing that he has to do. And I think one of the coolest things when I see Jabari, that's always near and dear to my heart, is the relationship he has with his father. Jabari for two. That side spin again, but Jabari effective right from the elbow. And he's got his game face on tonight. Now, my pops wasn't a, a OG NBA veteran who knew the game. My, my dad, uh, he, he was a track guy. He was a football guy. And the biggest thing he did is support me. So, you know, when I see Jabari Smith Sr. at the games, you know, giving Jabari advice, always there supporting his son. All right, sitting next to you is your dad, Jabari Smith Sr. You have experience as an NBA player. What advice do you give your son as he embarks on the next chapter of his basketball career? Um, just to stay humble and get ready to work because it's a job and you got to treat it as such. It's, it's, it's a sport second, it's a job first. It, it always hits me different. And I think that's an edge that Jabari has over the other rookies because Beyond basketball, there are tough things that you go through in life. And having a father there to support you, and shout out to all the fathers, man. Having a father there to support you, there's nothing like it, man. I remember before the NBA, I had a moment, man, where I was getting into it with my coach. 
I didn't, I didn't, wasn't playing much. And um, I had hit a span in college where my coach gave me a DMP, man. And, and at that moment, I was scared, man. I didn't know what was going through, you know, with my life. I didn't know where I was going to be. You know, my dreams were going to the NBA and the coach just DMP'd me. And um, I ended up having a huge game after that. Um, I got my opportunity. And I remember after the game, man, my dad met me. I, and and I, was, I was a big seven-foot baby, man. I'm crying on my dad's arms, man, and 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 getting that support from him. So, you know, you don't realize how much these young kids go through and having the um, the mental and emotional support from your father could be no other. And just seeing Jabari Smith Sr., man, always looking over his son, watching him. Um, and, and even bigger, man, shout out to the parents out there. You got a kid, a young son, young daughter that's going through something, man. They need to hear um, realistic information from you. Know you. They need to know where they can be better. They need to know the work, the work that they can be done. And I think just being that 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 cheerleader for your kid, you know, goes miles. But just watching Jabari Smith Jr., watching him grow, watching him have these ups and downs in the season, I think it's just it's really cool to watch because we're gonna look up in the next three or four years, and this guy is gonna be dominating the NBA. Here's Jabari Smith Jr. with a triple. Now quarter three, Jabari Smith knocks it in. McConnell to Turner, and getting a piece of it was Smith denying the dunk. Uh, he's got a really high motor. Uh, he likes to play on both ends of the floor, and he's very unique. I always say, you know, to win a championship in the NBA, you do it how? You do it with versatility. You need guys, as many as you can find, that are tall, that can guard multiple positions, and can play multiple spots on the floor. So Jabari Smith Jr., um, he's going to be able to post up. Uh, he's got a high release on his jumper. He can knock down threes. He's got excellent form. And I think he's working on driving the ball to the basket, just adding weight. There's a number of things he can improve on. But you see the building blocks of a player who can really be great in today's game. And I, I think I'm ecstatic to have him. And I think you're going to look up and you're going to be seeing a really huge piece of a great team in Jabari Smith Jr. So shout out to him, shout out to his father, man. Shout out to H-Town. And, and I'm telling you, man, I, I'm ecstatic that we got him, man, because that kid was slated to be the first pick in the NBA draft. And we end up getting him at third. So that was that was a that was a steal. For those who don't know, Houston the year last year in last year's draft had the worst record in the NBA, which means, you know, technically you would have just assumed would have the the first pick, right? So I think the coolest thing is to get a guy with the third pick that you would have essentially taken with the first pick. So um, excellent job by Houston. And we are looking for many, many things out of Jabari Smith Jr. Uh, so after the break, man, got a special, like I said, special interview, special guest. We'll be talking with Jabari Smith Jr. We have him in the building. So stick around and we'll see him soon. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of his stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DKHOOPS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. 
Pick 6 not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. How's everybody doing? This is your man, Ryan Hollins, former 10-year NBA veteran, uh, current Houston Rockets analyst and host of the one and only NBA Rookie Life podcast, man. And I have a special, special guest with me today, man. My guy. Listen, man, he's a he's a SEC freshman of the year, McDonald's All-American, third pick in the NBA draft, none other than Jabari Smith Jr. What's going on with you, Jabari? What's up, man? What's up? I'm excited to be here. We're excited to have you and Jabari, man. If you don't know it, NBA Rookie Life, this is about you. This is the you guys are the future of the NBA. And I want you to break down what was that draft experience like, man? Now, me and you had different experiences. You know, I was the 50th pick, you're the third pick. That's a whole, whole different uh type of deal right there but walk me through draft day for you when you you know you, you were getting that invite to the green room what was going through your head just walk me through that morning you waking up to going to the NBA uh it was just like a it all it all happened so fast I would say you know what I mean like right after college you're doing the pre-draft stuff you know you're not playing no five on five you don't want to get hurt it's like you just grinding for that for, for that minute and then it's like when draft day comes, when it's time for you to go to New York and do all the the stuff that 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 leads up to the draft, it's like just excitement. But it's like you don't really think it's real until it really happens. You know what I mean? You don't really know that you're finna achieve your lifelong dream until it really happens. So who's there with you? Draft day. Who who's who's with you in New York, man? Big, big trip and you know, a lot of a lot of stuff going on. I had a lot of family there. Uh cousins, um, my auntie was there. Um my dad, my table was my dad, um, my agent Wallace, my grandma, my brother, and my mom. So it was them. Uh, I had a few relatives in the stands, man. It was it was great. So you have people flying in, coming to see this. T- tell me about the day um, being drafted. And I think that 
this is a part of the story. Look, look, brother, you 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 kind of skipped two picks in, in everybody's mind. Not just listen. We didn't think we was gonna get you. All right, I'm gonna just say that. And when I was like, oh, he coming here? That was a huge deal. But beyond that, talk to me about like the ins and outs, the, the, your agents rolling it, pops rolling it. How did that, you know, go down? Because you know, we just we'll talk about it. Every, the expectation was you were going one. We we didn't think we were gonna get you, brother. He over here in Houston, but you end up coming. So talk about how that went. And it's almost like a welcome kind of to the business of basketball moment where a lot of people just see the the dream, the fantasy part. But you're sitting there and this is happening, you know, in real time. Yeah, it's like um, when it happened, it, it, it was it was surprising, but it wasn't like we knew that the like people say it was going to be me or whatever. But people knew like it never goes how people think it's going to go to draft. Never something always is going to draft is never going to be 100 percent like the list they make you know what i'm saying so that's i had that in my head too so when the pick was coming up you know you can see all the cameras like on our tables me chat and paulo so like you can see the cameras on our tables and then like when the like when he walked out to make the pick like all the cameras are shift to like the, the the pick so it's like you know who we pick so it's like okay with the first pick in the 2022 nba draft the orlando magic select Paolo Bancaro from Duke University. And then, um, like, you know, my agent's talking to the teams or whatever, so like, he knows who they pick, like, a little bit before he comes out or whatever, so he'll let me know. And then um, he didn't say nothing when that third pick came around, so I knew it was my time, so that's kind of how it went. Yeah, and what was, like, what was going through your mind? Because obviously, like, I, Jabari, we don't need to question that. We know you love Houston. We know you love H-Town. But, like, for me, bro, I had to watch 49 other dudes get go ahead of me, and I was steaming. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to get him. Yeah. I'm going to get him. They're going to have to see me. Like, and, and, it, and I know you, bro. I know you well enough. It was never, I'm upset about that. Like, what was going through your mind, though? Because I saw that chip on. I was like, oh, I want this boy upset and mad and and in the gym. (laughs) It was like, um, you don't feel disrespected because it's like it's two players before you. But it's like you kind of want to prove that you're you're worthy of going higher. You feel me? Like, you don't want nobody to to, to be ahead of you, even with rankings in high school, like anything. Like, just people ahead of you just kind of kind of should rub you the wrong way, I feel like. You know what I'm saying? So I definitely have a chip on my shoulder. You know what I mean? But I felt like as it happened, I feel like I lost, I left, like, I got to enjoy it more when I got to just really just relax and not even think about the all of that, just be happy. With the third pick in the 2022 draft, the Houston Rockets select Jabari Smith Jr. from Auburn University. How about walking up on the stage? I wasn't a green room guy. I was in Orange County with the family at ESPN Zone. Talk, talk to me about going up on the stage, man. Like, was there anything, like, I can't even say what to expect. We all dream about those moments. You just don't embarrass yourself. You're thinking, you got on these <laughs> shoes, man. Don't trip. Don't do none of that. Just walk. Put on the hat. He, 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 he directs you. He good. I direct you, so he'll direct you, tell you to go to the steps. We'll walk up the steps to take the commission hand, and after that, you just after you get past the steps, it's pretty easy. You should you should have no problems, but get past the steps and walk off and do a little interviews or whatever. What do you think is going to be the biggest challenge off court to adjust the NBA? Um, biggest challenge off court to adjust in the NBA. 
all the free time, you know what I'm saying? I don't got no kids and nothing like that. You know, I got to give me a dog to, uh, to, to bypass some time. But, you know, uh, just, just, just finding time, being on your own, and just, you know, finding, finding what to do at that time, spend it the right way, um, you know. What kind of dog are you going to get? Uh, I actually, I, I'm going to get a Cane Corso. You know, it's going to be pretty big, so we're going to have some fun. Love it. What was it like the first time you got to Houston? Because I'm sure when you, when you went on your phone, it's your day and day, you, you went and, and just saw H-Town going crazy. Yeah. But what was it like actually landing here in Houston? Talk to me about that first day in the locker room. Because people understand, like, you're meeting new teammates. Like, and, and that's a whole different environment. And yeah. shoot, you just, you just got to Auburn, okay? You just got there. You just met guys there. You just got used to a coach there. Then it's a whole other set of teammates, a whole deal. You go from the top dog. You still one of the top dogs to kind of, hey, one of the younger guys here learning. So what was that, that first day here in Houston like? And who did you meet first? Who kind of greeted you? How did that go? The first person I met from the team in general was Shakira. Shakira was there mm. at the draft. She walked me through all of my interviews, um, all of that, explained to me how it was going to go, photo shoots, go here, go here. Tomorrow, um, when, the, when the truck will be outside to take you to the, to the plane, like all of that. Like she was, she was directing all of that. And then when I got to Houston, I, I, I feel bad because I don't remember who, who I first, like, first met, but I remember um, I'm pretty sure Square and Kelly were there. Our security team, security guards, <laughs> top flight, baby. Shout out to them. Shout out to them. Square and Kelly was there. Um, teammate-wise, teammate-wise, first day on the court. Let's go. Tari and Tata was with me, of course. They was with me, so that was cool. You know what I'm saying? They was with me. They was with me. To just did, you, did you guys know at the draft, did you guys kind of hit each other up or, or meet each other? Like, was it almost like – because a lot of times, you know, in certain situations, you're the only rookie – or maybe there's like another guy, but did y'all hit each other up? Like, hey, like it, it's on, man. Yeah. When we seen it happen, like, like after in the back, I was taking my pictures and Tari had walked back there. Like, we looked at each other and like we both we both in the SEC. We played against each other. I played against him in high school at a camp. So it was like it was just a good moment. You know, Tata, me and Tata played together at Pangos. So like both of these dudes, like I already know. So like instantly, like I feel like, dang, I'm going with people I know, man. I'm a have my dogs with me, you know what I'm saying? We're going to be able to grow together. Like, that was just a real, 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 real bright side about it. Now, rookie year, man, you in a small amount of time have been able to see a lot. But I think what a lot of people don't know is the gym. You kind of got the cheat code, bro. And <laughs> when I say that, I'm talking about your pops, Jabari Smith Sr., right? My pops was a track and football guy. He, he loved on me and, and that, you know, he was supporting me, but he couldn't talk hoop. How has that been with him walking you through the process, um, is there any story or anything that you can think that brings out where it's like, hey man, like, like I'm glad my pops played, like yeah. we, we chopped it up, but how has this NBA life been like? Like I said, it's a cheat goat having a dad that, that played and knows the game. It's like, um, just even up to this point, like even, he, he would never talk about me being in the NBA before I got there. Like he wouldn't be, he wouldn't like try to skip over college. He wouldn't try to skip over steps. Like he would always be like, like even when I was going to college, he didn't say I was going to be there for one year. He said, man, go there and win, you know, just get better. Like you're not finna, like he never predetermined, like you're doing one year in college and then you're going to them. Like he never, he never said that. So that pressure was never on me. Like growing up, I feel like the pressure always came to myself because that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to be in the NBA. My dad was an NBA. Who don't want to be in the NBA? I, was, I wanted to be in the NBA. I love basketball, so that's what I wanted to do. But it was like, as I got older and like being around professionals more, being around people 
um, who just who were in the NBA or still are in the NBA. Like you could just tell how they carry themselves. So I've been learning that since I was like, how however, old, fifteen years old when he was still pl- playing the pickup games. You know how the pickup games yes. be during the summer. Yes. How, hold on. How tall were you at fifteen? Fifteen. Um, that's what ninth grade. That's about ninth, tenth, tenth grade. I was about six six. So hold on, bro. So you, so you come to the gym with your pops. He about pop about six ten. Good yeah. six ten. You six six, and yeah. so all the guys I know was like, who are some of the NBA players in the gym that would come over? Like yeah. I know it's like, hey Jabari, this is your son. You uh-huh. he next up. How yeah. who, who were those guys, and what what would they say to you? They always saw me around when I was younger, because you know, like he he like after he stopped playing basketball, he would still play. You know, even if he wasn't playing, he'll go to the gym. He'll sit in there talk, watch watch basketball. It'd be some good pickup going. So like I was always around it, always in the gym, but I never was able to play until I got to like maybe. 11th grade, maybe? When did you, hold on, man. I got to bring it up now. Hey, hey, OG, I'm sorry. Jabari's pitching, I'm sorry. When did you beat your pops, dog? I got to hear this story. Everybody pops one plan when they was in the ninth grade. When now. I first beat him, I think I was like my junior year in high school. Like when we was, we, we, we really was playing. Like, I feel like that was a real one-on-one game. Like he was playing for real. Like not no going to five real quick. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. we was going to 10, like check up after every, Everyone was good. We had to go by ones and twos. That was his rule. He said you got to go by twos. So like, I feel like that was the first time we really played, and I beat him. After that, like, nah, he couldn't. He couldn't really beat me no more. That's how the pops do, That's man. That's how they go. I think I got my pops in ninth grade. Like I said, he wasn't a football guy. I had about three inches on him. I bumped him. Mm-hmm. We had bushes in the back. Rose up and banged on my pops. <laughs> and then that happened. I'm, yeah, hey, I'm like. I'm up. I'm like, oh, I'm about to dominate here, man. You've been killing me. We've been playing, man. My dad done bust my lip, man. We done did all of that. He styling me. It's just, man, we done, we done, we done had some, had some battles. Then they don't want to play no more. You beat them. They don't want to play no more. They don't want to play, man. So, oh, gee, sorry. I had to do it. It's over with. He don't want to play me no more. But uh, guys who are in the gym, I, I, I remember you said that. But it's like people like Lou Williams, um, mm. Jared Jack. Yes. Um, Amon Shumper, it's a lot, a lot of overseas guys. Yes. But Joe Johnson there, Atlanta. Yeah, Joe yep, Johnson yep. will be there. Yeah. I saw Joe. Yeah, I saw Joe. He cold. Oh, my God. Joe Johnson. Uh, Josh Smith. Josh Smith will yep. come. Uh, Derek Favors. Uh, Glenn Rice Jr. He'll yes. come. A lot of other people, man. A lot of, a lot of names. I probably Did any of those guys kind of take you under their wing more than any of the others? Jordan McCray. Mm. Uh, Kevin Murphy. Kevin Murphy got game. Yeah, he do. <laughs> he do. He do. But it's uh, like all of them tried to like, you know, just teach me different things. Like even when I was younger and I'll be watching, like they'll play one-on-one with me after, you know what I'm saying? Teach me stuff. Like I was just always learning and just always around basketball. Like I always wanted to go with my dad to to the gym. Like that was just what I wanted to do. That was just what I did. Now, speaking of your pops, Jabari, you had the privilege of having one of like the coolest moments, literally probably in like father, son, NBA, current NBA for the culture moment. And I got to know, walk me through the story. I got to hear the story. We all hear the quote where you go to LeBron and you're like, hey, you played against my pops in your first game. Now you're playing against me. How you feel? Like, walk me through that. And like, Jabbar, you like, listen, you're a big nerd. Like, you yeah. love basketball. That's what you love. Like, you are not too cool for school. You love the game. So I yeah. love that you did that. Hey. You played against my dad, first your first NBA game ever. Really? Sacramento. You feel old, don't you? <laughs> so 
One, why did you do it? And two, walk me through the story, man. Just going into the game, like, you know who you're going to play, man. You know you're going against LeBron. You in, you in L.A., crowd rocking, dad, front row. I had to get, get him a front row seat for that one. It was just like, that's his favorite player. That's my favorite player. Like, that's who I grew up watching. Like, I wasn't in the MJ the MJ era. Don't apologize. Just say Brown is the greatest. He just say Brown is the greatest, <laughs> okay. man. I mean, it's it, he definitely is, in in my opinion. I ain't gonna stir nobody up. But um, yeah, I feel like I feel like LeBron is the reason. He gave me a lot of motivation to play basketball. That's why I'm watching. I'm watching him play the Celtics. I'm watching him play the Spurs, Mavericks, like KD, Russ era. Like that's that's me. Like I'm tuned into every game. Like getting off the school bus, making sure I do my homework real quick so I can sit in like. <laughs> really lock in on this game like this that was that was my era so like lebron's my goat you know what i'm saying like and and my dad agrees so like that's just been our favorite player that's who we if we watching the finals we going for whatever team he on so that moment was kind of big for us we caught it on our center court cameras jabari smith reminding you that your first ever game came against the kings versus dad man versus dad Made me feel old as crap too, man. He even said, he said, that make you feel old, don't I? I said, absolutely, man. I've, I've had the, uh, the pleasure and, uh, and the, uh, the opportunity to play against a couple dad and father combinations. Gary Trent, Gary Trent Jr., Kenya Martin, Kenya Martin Sr., you know, now Jabari Smith Jr. and Jabari Smith Sr. So, uh, you know, um, it's, oh, it's been a great ride, man, in these 20 years. And I've been able to see a lot of great players come in and come out. So it's always an honor for me. How do you feel real quick about him passing the scoring record? Westbrook looking for James. He's got it. Coming to the end of the third quarter. LeBron James, a shot in history. And there it is! LeBron stands alone! Like, did you just feel like this was expected for him to do? Is it like, yo, like this is like history? Like, what do you think that says? Or like you said, you feel like he's your greatest. Does this, you know, just kind of tie in with like, what else can he do? I honestly don't think people really understand how crazy it is that he's that like what he's doing until like years down the line. And like, just I understand how crazy it is just because like 20 years, man, I'm thinking like you going to the finals, how many every year is like, you're not missing no games. Like, it's going to be hard for somebody to like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just, that's just my thought process. Like, that's just, like, it's crazy that he's doing it. And it's just like being able to witness it is, 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 is amazing. Walk me through the story now of what made you, LeBron's your favorite player. You were playing, you, you check into the game. I'm sure you looked <laughs> on the board. And for those who don't know, there's a starting lineups and they let you know who you matched up and you're in shoot around. It's like, yeah. Jabari, you got, you got, you know who on the other side. Like, when is that first? Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> when it was up there, like when we come down and get breakfast or whatever, you can see the matchups on the board right before we watch film. So like, I already done took out my phone, snapped me a picture, sent it to the family group chat. I said, yeah, y'all, like I brought in the night. Like just to see up my name, like it was like, Smith Jr. dash James. I'm just like, dang, better get my mind right. He ended up having 50. <laughs> he ended up having 50, but it was still cool. So it was like, um, I was talking to him throughout the game or whatever. Um, just just talking to him, like just competing. Um, I'll joke with him every now and then. I'd be like, you couldn't dunk that one. You used to dunk that one. I'll joke with him. I'll be like, um, that was a brawn call. I'll say that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but just trying to compete with him, man, trying to make it tough on him. Um, and then after the game, I was just like, man, my dad over there, man, he was real big. 
Real big fan. He supports you through it all, man. Just go. It'll, it'll really make his day if you just go over there and show him some love, man. So he did that. He a real one for that. Yeah, no, nah, man. That, that was a that was a, like a cool moment. And I think for him, for him, I think it was a cool moment for Brown because things came full circle where he started literally his first game against the Sacramento Kings. You can go look that up, playing against your pops. And then he's getting ready to break the all-time leading score record and he plays against you. Yep. And as a father, he's looking to get little Bron, young Bronny, shout out to Bronny in the league. So I think for, for him, it also hit home oh, from his standpoint. I got to be crazy. And then after they posted the little thing of the, of like all the juniors he's played against, like the father sons, I'm, I'm like, dang, man, he done, he done, he, man, he out here played against generations. Like, that's crazy. After the break, we're going through some of my favorite plays with the rookie near and dear to my heart, my guy, Jabari Smith Jr. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of his stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DKHOOPS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including, but not limited to, Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Now, Jabari, uh, I got to poke at you a little bit, man. And I know we, we had spoke a little bit about it, but I want to know, 
where was your welcome to the NBA moment? Obviously, you know, Bron gave you some stuff, but you kind of, ex- I don't want to say expected that you competed, but like, I don't think anything caught you off guard. Yeah. But early in your career, was there someone that you saw or play that happened where you like, yo, like, all right, this is the league. <laughs> when we played the Clippers, um, when we played the Clippers, I feel like Paul George and Marcus Morris were like two people I was guarding frequently. And I just felt like, those were the two people where it was just like, dang, like, like you could play great defense. Like, you can do everything right. You feel me? Like, you can force them to a fadeaway, uh, whatever you want. Like, it's, it's really, that's when I really realized, like, it's not, like, with certain superstars and certain great players, you're not going to stop them. You know, you, you feel what I'm saying? It's, it's just your job to slow them down make it hard on them. It's like, they're going to make tough shots. Like, sometimes you see it go through the net. He's like, it's a clip when uh, Steph hit the three against us at home. And I was just under the goal. I'm like, oh, my goodness. They love that one-two pick and roll with Steph and play down the stretch. Gordon played pretty good D. Steph. Oh, no! The fadeaway three! <laughs> good night is right! Oh, wow! It's just like some stuff you just... You just... Just great players, you know what I'm saying? There's so many players in the league that's like that, who who, who some aren't even superstars. So yes. it's like, at, at any given night, like, that switch can just flip for anybody. So, like, I feel like... Anybody that Morris, stand out other than Morris? Or you, you got a Morris story? Morris was definitely a person I didn't I didn't expect it from. Like, like they were just going at me, like, kept going out. He was calling <laughs> for it aggressive. Like, he going at me, like, I'm just like, dang. He really got some, he got some, he really got some too. But I, I really wouldn't know that just off of just, you know what I'm saying? But guarding him, it's like, it's kind of tough. And of course, when we played the Bucks for the first time, that was, that was crazy. We wasn't prepared for that at all. <laughs> we fresh off of back-to-back after Memphis, man, nah. They, we, we, what did you think the first time you, you saw Giannis? And was, was there a play where you like, I just played good defense? and Man, it was just a play where like, and that was after a made basket. He he got the inbound, and I just it just looked like he just looked me dead in my eyes and just ran full, and <laughs> 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 just, just ran full speed at me. And I'm just like, oh. Drew pushes it up to Giannis. Giannis finger roll finish and one. Give him a flex, Giannis. And one. <laughs> and then it was just like, but then playing the second time, it's like. Right when the ball get out, like you don't let him get that for his team. You alert, you talking to your teammates like, hey, he coming, y'all. He he really finna like he's coming full speed. He's really finna like now you gotta have your attendance. It's like just learning that. You I wouldn't know that playing the first time. I'm thinking like, let's play something. Nah, you need some, you need some help. All right, now it's time to pick you back up, man. We actually have a clip from that game. So what Jabari's referencing to First you saw Giannis, yeah, I was like, man, what is this? This dude is different, right? And and you ain't don't trust me. I didn't see some of the NBA's best literally yeah. take it from Giannis. But this game, H-Town got the big win, man. And yeah. you had a possession right here. This is one of the coolest moments I think you've had in your young career. And what was going through your head? Break down this clip and tell me what you see here. It wasn't even a perfect pass, but Porter Jr. can touch it. I seen Giannis coming full speed at my teammate, and I just went up and make a play on the ball. He thought it was a goal, so I think I got it clean. <laughs> Alpy came down, threw it to me. I seen KPJ kind of late, but got it to him, and he finished it, man. That was, that was a run. Here comes Shingoon. Had it ripped away by Holiday. Gets it back. Finds his teammate. Has some help in Porter, and he dunks it down again. That was a big run in the game. I think, we, I think it was like a... I don't remember, but I think we went on like a like like a big run. You see the whole bench standing up, like 
when we had went on a big run, then coach called a timeout, and then crowd was crazy. We was we was rolling. We was rolling. Yeah, and Jabbar, you know, for for those who may not know, uh, Coach Silas w- was out at the time. Um, his father passed. It was just a, a crazy moment, and they had just they smashed us up there in Milwaukee. You know, like how big was that win, and what what did that feel like? Because I'm sure in the NBA, that was your first feeling of a huge beating a championship contending team and just really seeing H Town rock out like that. Yeah, it was um it was a great game for us, uh, emotional game. You know, what I'm saying with with our coach going through that and um him having to be out. You know, we really went into that game with with something to play for. You know what I mean? So just wanting to get that win for him. Um, Coach Lucas emphasizing just playing hard and just just having fun, man. We was real, real free, real, like, man, just playing. Like, we just, we looked real young that game. We was flying around. Like, it was just, it was just, we was just playing for our coach, man, who, who always got our back. So we had his back and we came out with the win. And that was one of the most... Fun games, like the crowd was into it, man. It felt like it was a game seven playoff game. It was, it was fun. It did, it did. And, and and speaking of having fun, man, I gotta congratulate you, man, on making the rookie sophomore game. That's a huge accomplishment. And it's not there's a, there's a lot of guys who are not in that game that are upset and you know frustrated. But talk to me about the excitement and when did you find out about the rookie sophomore game and talk to me about the emotions going in. You got anything cool and planned? Give us the sneak peek, man, the insider, inside view. I had found out that they were like coming out with the list like in like 15 minutes or whatever. And then I was just waiting on it to come out. I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking like, oh, wow, I, I really, really could be selected. It's like a big deal. Like it really, it really never crossed my mind how big of a deal it was until they like explain like only a certain amount of rookies get picked. And I'm like, dang, so. I'm just waiting on it to come out, hoping to see my name on it, hoping to see Tari's name on it. And then when it came out, it was just, I had made it. I was real happy. You know what I mean? It kind of put some light on the season for me, light on, you know, the struggles I've been having. But, man, that was, it, was, it was a great honor just to be a part of, like, this weekend. Like, everybody watches All-Star Weekend's a big deal. Like, just being there, just enjoying it, man. It's a great, great feeling. Do you have a, a favorite All-Star Weekend moment or anything that you like look forward to like look I'm a dunk contest guy okay I'm a dunk contest guy so like like what do you look forward to all-star weekend and is there anything like you're like man I gotta go check this out are you like look I'm trying to see everything <laughs> actually I actually am a three-point contest and dunk contest are definitely my two favorite I think I like the three-point contest just because like I feel like when they practice like like the, the people who win the three-point contest I feel like when they practice it like it's not gonna be a lot of misses so I feel like the people who can just go out there in front of the crowd and just just go crazy. Like, that, like the three-point contest, I feel like that's a hard competition to win. Like, it's just, it could go any way for you. Like, you could have a, you could, every shot could feel good. They just don't go in. And then the, who might be the worst shooter in there could have a good night and they win it. So I just feel like that's that competition. Would, would you be willing to do the three-point contest one I day? I definitely would be willing to do I'm definitely going to do it one day. Definitely. Okay. There you, there you go. I like that, Rook. I like that, man. Well, shoot, Jabari. I appreciate you, man. You're one of my favorites. And I think the coolest thing, you know, I, I've told you this before. I think you have a bright, bright future ahead. You work hard. You love the game. You want to be good. You, you, you take the games home with you. And you have, like, a huge, huge upside. And I think your best basketball is to come. But the fact that you give us glimpses on the floor that are just absolutely special, like we talked about that Milwaukee game. And you have moments you give us a little bit of something every game. So keep up the good work, man. And – for the fans listening, those at home, 
Um, where can they follow you? Where can they support you? You got any causes that we can get behind or bring awareness to? And appreciate you coming on, man. Um, Instagram, uh, at Jabari Smith Jr. Uh, Twitter, at Jabari Smith Jr. Um, that's really all I be on. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't have no causes or um, nothing to speak on right now, but uh, just mental health. You know what I'm saying? Check on your family members. Check on yes. friends. You know, like people really do go through things and people keep a lot in. So, you know what I'm saying? A text of you good, anything you want to talk about goes a long way. So I just say so, say that. Great job, man. Keep it up. We'll be looking and we'll, we'll have you on again soon, man. Appreciate you. Thank you for listening to NBA Rookie Life with Ryan Hollins. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.